Blog Talk Radio. I'm so glad that you are listening today on Hebrews 4.16, praying for you. Acts 2.21, but everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I just wanted to say that I apologize. Yesterday I wasn't able to get on. I was having some technical difficulties trying to get on Blog Talk Radio. But um, today I just wanted to continue with the episode. And we are reading today from... Acts two seventeen through 40, using the New Living Translation. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. People of Israel, listen. God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know. But God knew what would happen, and his prearranged plan was carried out when Jesus was betrayed. With the help of lawless Gentiles, you nailed him to the cross and killed him. But God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life, for death could not keep him in its grip. King David said, this about him. I see that the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad, and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in hope, for you will not leave my soul among the dead, or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You have shown me the way of life, and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. Dear brothers, think about this. You can be sure that the patriarch David wasn't referring to himself, for he died and was buried, and his tomb is still here among us. But he was a prophet, and he knew God had promised with an oath that one of David's own descendants would sit on his throne. David was looking into the future and speaking of the Messiah's resurrection. He was saying that God would not leave him, among the dead, or allow his body to rot in the grave. God raised Jesus from the dead, and we are all witnesses of this. Now he is exalted to the place of highest honor in heaven, at God's right hand. And the Father, as he had promised, gave him the Holy Spirit to pour out upon us, just as you see and hear today. For David himself never ascended into heaven, yet he said, The Lord said, To my Lord, sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. So let everyone in Israel know for certain that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, to be both Lord and Messiah. Peter's words pierced their hearts, and they said to him and to the other apostles, Brothers, 
What should we do? Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all his listeners, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Jesus told the disciples to go into all nations preaching the good news that the Messiah came to save us from our sin. All we have to do is believe, repent of our sins, and turn to God. Be baptized and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We live in a crooked generation. The world denies God and the power thereof. The world goes against the precepts of the Bible. They say the Bible is wrong and not true. But God said his word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The word is unchanging. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. And that comes from Proverbs 30 and 5. 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we must repent that our sins may be blotted out. When we repent, the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross covers our sins and is seen no more. The Bible says in Ezekiel 18, 21 to 23, but if a wicked man turns from all his sins, which he has committed and keeps all of God's commandments and does what is lawful and right, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the transgressions or sins which he has committed shall be remembered against him because of the righteousness which he has done. He shall live. Ephesians eighteen twenty one to 23, God does not want, to see anyone die. He wants us to live. God desire, God's desire is not for us to die spiritually or go to hell, but for us to live and be with him in heaven one day. James 4, 8 through 10. We must draw near to God and he will draw near to us. Cleanse our hands from wrongdoing. Purifying, he will purify our hearts. Stop being double-minded. We must be sorry for our sins and for doing, and we need to start doing what is right and not doing what is not right. We must humble ourselves before God, and he will exalt you. Luke 5 and 32, God did not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. We forget that God loves us all, no matter what you have done all you must do is accept God, accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Repent and believe that he died on the cross for our sins. Luke 15 and 7 says, There will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. We are not saved by our works 
or what we do, but we are saved because we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no work we can do to get to God or to get God to love us. God loves us regardless. In Romans 10, 1 to 13, the Bible says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away, and all things have become new. So today, if you will not make it, if you do not know if you will make it to heaven, then I would like you to say a prayer with me. Um, I wanted to, okay, just read one more scripture with you. Romans 10, 1 to 13. And now I have to see if I have enough time because I know my time is running out. So please bear with me. Okay. Okay. Okay, if my time runs out, then we're just going to go into our prayer. Okay. So Romans 10. 1 to 13. Dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart and my prayer to God is for the people of Israel to be saved. I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is misdirected zeal. And this is also the New Living Translation. For Okay, and I'm at verse 3. For they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by keep trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. For Moses writes that the law's way of making a person right with God requires obedience to all of its commands. But faith's way of getting right with God says, don't say in your heart who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth, and don't say who will go down to the place of the dead to bring Christ back to life again. In fact, it says the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And that message is the very message about faith that we preach. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you were saved as the Scriptures tells us. Anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So as I said, it's not by works that you are saved, but that you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. So today, if you do not know if you will make it into heaven, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Lord God, today, I repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe you died for me and rose from the dead. You took my place to suffer the penalty of sin and wiped my slate clean that I may have eternal life. Please forgive me of my sin 
and receive me into and receive and I receive you into my heart and I believe that your blood Jesus Christ cleanses all my sin. I thank you for loving me, showing grace and mercy towards me. Thank you for your cleansing blood. In the name of Jesus, amen. Know that God is good, that he loves you, he cares for you, he wants to have a relationship with you no matter what. And if you prayed that prayer today, and you believe that Jesus is Lord and that he saved you from your sin and that he died on the cross so that you would one day be in heaven with him to to bask in his glory and see his glory. You know, continue to pray, continue to read your word. Find a church, a Bible-believing church that that shares the word of God and that is unchanging. Continue to pray and trust in him and know that Jesus loves you. Praise God.